Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. So where's your pop culture happy place, guys? 651-641-1071. That's the question we're asking in the second hour of the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Hey, by the way, while we're waiting for your call and uh, while we're waiting for Holly to tell us why we're asking that question today, I do want to remind you that you have the opportunity to visually and orally, that's A-U-R-A-L. L-Y, right? I spell that right? Um, participate in Project Down and Dirty Classic Radio Drama by heading over to mytalk1071.com because of a wonderful contribution from David uh, from First Equity. Uh, we are able to release the visual experience of Project Down and Dirty Classic Radio Drama so you can see us perform a classic radio drama. But that audio version is also available wherever you get your podcasts and right there from our website, mytalk1071.com. I just wanted to give listeners a heads up. Holly, why are we asking listeners to share their pop culture happy place? And what is a pop culture happy place? Well, I was inspired to ask this question because Michael J. Fox is on the cover of the latest People magazine and he has a new book out and he's talking about the darkest time in his life. So Michael J. Fox living with a Parkinson's diagnosis. He goes into how he had a tumor on his back. He broke his arm. He was dealing with Parkinson's syndrome symptoms and it was a really dark time in his life. Mm. And he was like, usually I'm optimistic. This time, he said, Parkinson's, my back, my arm. He said, the misery index was moving up. And he said, you know, how can I get through this? Well, Michael J. Fox got through this really dark time, he says, by watching TV reruns, especially game shows from the 70s. Okay. And I was like, Michael J. Fox, I get you. Because sometimes when the going gets tough, the tough go to Charles Nelson Riley. It's totally <laughs> Match game 76. It's totally relatable. And I was like, surely we all have that thing that we go to in popular culture, our happy place, our soothing place, our healing place, uh, you know, metaphorically, maybe even literally. So 651-641-1071, what's that place for you? There's so many places I don't even know where to begin. We were talking a little bit about this in the lead up to the show, but give us a call and while we're waiting and Grant, dr- jump in. Yeah. yeah. I, well, going off of Michael J. Fox there with the game shows, for me, I throw on uh, Wheel of Fortune constantly at night, even if I'm not doing something or cooking, because as a kid, my mom would always have it on when she was cooking or something. and oh. I'd be doing homework. So every time I hear like the do 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 or things like that, like it just brings back that nostalgic feeling of just being at home. So I'm with him on that. And my other thing is definitely 90s sitcoms or even late 80s from like Cheers to to, you know, 
Roseanne, Home Improvement, all those things. It was kind of like once a week we'd sit down and watch a couple shows as a family and laugh, and that that's kind of my healing place, I would say, too. Classic 90s sitcoms. I love it. 651-641-1071, what's your pop culture happy place? I can relate to the Roseanne one. I remember I was sick. I think I had the flu a couple years ago um, or some similar uh, affliction, and I I think I single-handedly watched all of the Roseanne episodes that were available, and I think I sort of like fever-dreamed my way through like half of them, but there was just something very soothing about it because, again, Roseanne was one of those shows, even though it's since become uh, controversial because Roseanne is a hot mess, don't even get me started, but the show itself just, you know, made me, it brought me back to my childhood. Oh, yeah. Well, Roseanne is just a classic sitcom having fever dreams of the couch and the blanket on the back and maybe like the rooster or the chicken from the diner and stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> what was yours, Holly? <laughs> well, I love The Simpsons. Thanks oh, for duh. asking. Yes. Seasons one through nine only, please. I am one of those people. Also, recently. What happens after season nine that turned you off? Aren't there like 80,000 series seasons now? Yeah, but those are the seasons that I have a nostalgic relationship with. Got it. I feel like the writing was really particularly sharp during those seasons. Also, on HBO Max, the Looney Tunes archive. Oh, I didn't know that HBO Max had a Looney Tunes archive. Yes. That's fascinating. Yes, and it goes way back. Now, it's not the complete Looney Tune archive, but you get some oh, yeah, class- Half of them, I feel like, are not appropriate to air anymore. Well, that's very true. <laughs> There's some really controversial... Awkward ones. Yeah, the the awkward ones didn't make the cut. But watching old Looney Tunes, I'm just like, oh, Bugs and Daffy, it's still duck season, rabbit season. They're fighting. It's fine. An anvil drops on somebody's head. Just, it just brings a little somebody's, comfort to the soul. You know, nice. uh, running over the, you know, uh, at the edge of a cliff and moving their legs, even though they've already <laughs> gone past the edge of the cliff and they, and they don't realize there. it and then they for hold, a second hold up the help and then they sign. look down and then they fall <laughs> yeah <laughs> we do have some callers guys oh, if you listen. Try them out. yeah 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 all right so tessa tessa's on line one here how you doing tessa i'm doing well i am definitely taking from this playbook um is my dvr set to record love boat every sunday every sunday night absolutely oh wow so is it, it what is it still airing on it's airing on, uh, I think it's actually a Hubbard station. It's MeTV. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Nice. We so love MeTV. I think it's Sundays at 5. And then I also discovered uh, Designing Women. Oh. When you talk about sitcoms from the 90s, that holds up really well, I oh, think. Oh, God. I love, oh. love Designing Women. Oh. Those are great. Thank you so much for sharing those. I think old-time TV shows, especially, I did go through a period where, um, not The Love Boat, but Fantasy Island I started watching again. That show is trippy. <laughs> that show does not hold up, but it's so fun to watch. It's like, who was on a drug? Like, I think they were all on mushrooms when they wrote episodes of Fantasy Island. It's weird. Wouldn't surprise. All right. We got Ruby. Ruby, how you doing? What's yours? What's your pop culture nostalgia? It is Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yay! Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So where can you watch that right now? Well, my niece gave me... Uh, Three no a five DVD set for Christmas one year because she knew I loved it so now we play it for the grandchildren and they all love Pee Wee's Playhouse and and we we enjoy it every weekend we're at the cabin that's wonderful oh. I think that's great in fact I was just gonna say I I if I remember correctly it wasn't that well it was probably ten years ago or more now that they came out with like the box set of Pee Wee's 
Playhouse, and it's such a good show. Yeah, I just watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure over the weekend, and it holds up. Does it really? It's such a great That's movie. There, I mean, there's like a, maybe a few moments where you're like, okay, but for the most part. It's it holds up such a comfort film. I did want to correct the record just because I wanted to double check. Hubbard doesn't own MeTV, but I think that it broadcasts on one of our digital channels, mm-hmm. uh, one of the the KSTP digital channels. So if you have locally some, in the Twin Cities, some bunny yeah. ears, you can yeah. find it. Exactly. We've got another couple calls. Do we have time for them, guys? Let's or? do one. Uh, who's, okay. Who shall be our Lou last is, caller? Lou is our last call. Lou, how you doing, bud? Hi, Bradley. Hi, Holly. I think Holly might like this one. Born in the 50s, child of the 60s, teenager of the 70s, John Paul, George, and Ringo. Oh, yeah. So, okay, so are you watching movies, listening to records? What are you doing? Whenever I get blue and I get down, I just put on the headphones, listen to listen to Abbey Road or Let It Be, even go back to the early stuff. It just puts me in that great place. Oh, Lou, yes. Music is so powerful that way. Thank you, Lou. And thanks to everybody for sharing their happy places. Trust me, we're going to need them. Okay, when we come back, everything's amazing in Kardashian world, and Holly's got all the latest about Rob, because we need to know. We will when we come back right here on My Talk 1071.